This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hello, what up? Justin Fields was a full participant in practice on Wednesday and he will play against the Detroit Lions on Sunday. He said that he did not feel comfortable playing with a glove on. May have to wear some tape on that thumb against Detroit, but it sounds like everything you know, everything is a go. He is good to go. It doesn't sound like he'll have any kind of limitations either from everything that he is saying. Matter of fact, Justin Fields said he wanted to play against Carolina but as Justin Fields said, the head trainer told him that it's best for him long-term to, to cool it for just one week, that if maybe if he had gone back in, he could have re-aggravated it and could have been a longer injury. So they were just being an abundance of caution terminology that we've learned over the last few years from sports figures. So now Justin Fields will answer all the questions and things that we have been talking about since he has been out, like what does Justin Fields want to prove in these final seven games of the season? Just go out there and, you know, win games. Um, not here to prove anything to anybody. Um, I'm playing for my teammates, playing for the coaches, and, you know, that's, that's it. Um, and everything else will take care of itself. So, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily trying to prove anything to anybody. Um just go out there with my brothers and go out there and perform. So, yeah. That's the the plan. Obviously, he's got a lot to prove in the final seven games, no matter what he is saying. And yeah, he, he, has, he is, of course, beholden to his team first. But this is the guy's career. I appreciate the fact that he took a little bit of pressure off of himself and so in saying that he has nothing to prove. But, unfortunately, the opposite is the truth. He has a ton to prove, and like I said, like I've been saying, it's got to be somewhere, I still believe, around what he did against Denver and Washington. Maybe not maybe not that expectant of him in every game, but it feels like they got to see some version of that for, for the Bears to have confidence in Justin Fields as their future quarterback. One thing, too, that Justin Fields admitted, he was actually he was asked, did, did you learn anything – from watching the backup quarterback Tyson Bajan. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think really just looking at all quarterbacks, I feel like Tyson, of course, Tyson, quarterbacks around the league, quarterbacks in college, like we all play the game differently. So, um, you know, things that Ty- Tyson did well, you know, I'm definitely going to try to, you know, emulate that. 
of course, in my game. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're different quarterbacks. We, we don't do the same thing. So, um, but, of course, there's bits and pieces that we do do differently um, that he did well in the field. And, of course, I'm going to try to, you know, add that to my game for sure. Is there something in particular that really complements the way you play? Like you said, you are different quarterbacks, but sometimes that can emerge the two and, and, and it helps. Is there, is there anything he did, he did that you feel like can complement your skills? Yeah, a lot of stuff for sure. <laughs> Wasn't gonna give it up to Potash there at the end, but yeah, no, I thought that was cool that he there does seem to be a legitimately cool relationship between Justin Fields and Tyson Bajan, and he was big enough to say, "Yeah, man, I can learn something from the backup quarterback and from a lot of different quarterbacks." So Justin Fields with a good answer to that. Um, now the other part is, is yeah, throughout this whole process, there have been. Had been, I don't know where we are with it now, but people saying, no, maybe the Bears have a QB controversy. Maybe Tyson Bajan's the guy. Maybe Tyson Bajan's better. Boomer Siason at the halftime of one of the games, don't even remember which one now, um, the one where Tyson Bajan played really good for a half. He said during the studio show on CBS that, hey, if Fields keeps playing or if Bajan keeps playing like that, how in the heck do you put Fields back in ever? So the question to Justin Fields, did you hear some of this stuff, people trying to stir up a QB controversy? Yeah, I mean, of course, but that's the world we live in nowadays. You know, everybody wants everybody wants to cause a stir, cause media attention, boom, 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 comments, stories. So um, that's just, you know, that's just what comes with it. Um but, you know, I, I knew that was going to happen from the get-go, so it, it came to me as no surprise. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, like I said, I was coming in the building every day, um, being the same guy I was before I was hurt, and, um, you know, just trying to be the best leader I can be. Yeah. I had to know. Of course he knew it was going to happen. I mean, there was whispers of it beforehand. Just, I mean, ever, really ever since Tyson Bajan got here and he started to perform well in the preseason, there's been a murmur of, huh, what about Tyson Bajan? Could he possibly be better than Justin Fields? And look, uh, there's no reason to not root for Tyson Bajan. And he, he could have a very fulfilling career. But if nothing else was proven, what was proven is that Justin Fields, there is no doubt he is 100% the better option at quarterback over Tyson Bajan. And again, that's no shade to Tyson Bajan. People think I have something against Bajan. That's far from the truth. I had an open canvas for him. And if he was better than Justin Fields, I would have been talking about it and promoting it and wanting it. But that just simply was not the case. And um, Justin Fields is back. And, you know, Tyson Bajan, obviously, he gets it as well. You might have noticed, especially during the Sunday nighter, where or the Thursday nighter recently, where Justin Fields down on the sidelines, the camera will come to him and you see him kind of mimicking the play calls, got the headset on and he seems very engaged. So we asked him about playing along with the offensive coordinator, Luke Getze during games. I think the Sunday night game, I was trying to, you know, just play the game in my head. I think I got a call down from upstairs and saying that the camera kept showing me call the play call. So I couldn't, I had to stop doing that, but um, yeah, uh, I think, you know, just like you said, just seeing the game from a different perspective, and of course, you know, I don't want to mess with Luke too much during the game. Of course, he's locked in too, so um, uh, definitely just seeing why he's calling certain plays, and you know, 
uh, there were a few times where, you know, I wanted to ask him, you know, what were you thinking on this play? Like, what was your mindset? Like, what was your goal and to call in this play? But like I said, I didn't want to, you know, mess with his mojo because he's, he's locked in, you know, game. I think I tried to talk to him one time and I mean, he just, you know, he's, he's so locked in. He didn't even hear me, but, um, yeah, uh, definitely, like I said earlier, just, you know, seeing the game from a different perspective and kind of just the bigger picture of things. Yeah, and Justin Fields is going to have his hands full against a much improved Detroit defense, a good team all around. One thing for Justin Fields, though, is he has, for the most part, depending on how you look at it, the Bears' offensive line is all of a sudden at full strength. And that is because Nate Davis – is expected to play back in practice full-time. And uh, we all wonder what was going to happen with Nate Davis once he came back. Would they slide him over to the right side or to the left side? Because Tevin Jenkins has been so good at right guard. That is not the case. Tevin Jenkins will go back to left guard. Nate Davis will be the right guard. Matt Eberflus told us that's just what is most that they feel like that is their best version of an offensive line. Fact of the matter is, is that Nate Davis has never played left guard at the NFL level. Now, I don't think it's funny that they just expected Tevin Jenkins to be able to switch back and forth, no problem whatsoever. And in the case of Nate Davis, apparently that was not uh, a consideration. I would have liked to have seen him. Honestly, I would have liked to have seen the Bears stick with that to stick with on the right side for Tevin Jenkins just because it was building up with Darnell Wright. But that's the way they're going about it. And I am looking forward to seeing it back with Nate Davis there and Braxton Jones getting healthier and healthier. Um, Darnell Wright been doing what he's doing. It doesn't look like they're going to do any rotation stuff either with Nate Davis. We've seen the Bears do that a lot under Matt Eberflus when guys are ramping back up along the offensive line. But it does look like they're just going to throw him in there and see if he can play the whole game. Obviously, if he feels like he's limited Nate Davis, then they'll pull him out. But um, it looks pretty good for him in that offensive line completely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One thing, too, that I was looking at, I was going through some of the numbers, team numbers for the Bears and the Lions, and... You don't find a lot of categories that the Bears have the advantage in. One area, though, that both teams are very close to each other is the run game. The Bears and Lions um, are fourth and fifth in the league, respectively. Um, But they're also both terrific at stopping the run, second and third, respectively. So... We'll see which team really trusts their running game this week to go up against two defenses that have been stuffing it. And maybe, with all that in mind, this could be a good old-fashioned shootout between Jared Goff and welcome back, Justin Fields. I mean, that's what you start to think about how daring offensive coordinators in this game for both the teams, the Bears and the Lions, will be at trying to run the ball with their strong running games against very good 
run defenses. We'll get more into that as the week goes on. I should also tell you that Terrell Smith is back. Yeah, Terrell Smith, the rookie out of Minnesota. That'll add a lot to the secondary. Um, so he's practicing. He should be good to go. Kari Blassen game clear from concussion protocol. And Khalil Herbert remains in the 21-day window. Um, he was actually limited in practice after being a full participant last week. So we're still waiting on uh, Khalil Herbert, although the run game has played very well. That's it for today on The Daily Score. Thanks for watching, listening, and subscribing like you do. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody. I will talk to you tomorrow.